Cody Rhodes could have carried that, but he wasn't ready yet. He's ready now to be on any platform with any other wrestler in the world. The internet has been lit up this week. Good God. It has. It has. It has. That's actually a really good segue to uh, what we have to talk about. There you go. Alley Loop Pain. Very nice. Very nice. Boom. Bang. <laughs> All right. Without, without further ado, let's get to the Oh My God moment of the week. And like Faith said, the, the pro wrestling world has been lit up this week because one of the founding fathers, I would actually say the founding father of AEW, Cody Rhodes, if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes uh, saying that he could sell out 10,000 after he was being challenged by Dave Meltzer, you know, originally Roman Reigns, you know, that, that it stems from that, from the tweet between him and Roman Reigns and didn't sell out uh, an arena. That, that went back and forth. And he was like, I bet you I can. And he did, which was all out in Chicago. And that really spawned AEW. And uh, so if anybody's the founding father of AEW, it's Cody Rhodes. And he's gone. He, he is out of AEW. A statement's from him, Tony Khan, and his wife, Brandy. Both of them are gone. Uh, so here's a question. Here's a question to you, Paige, because I know that you worked with Cody a lot. You came out with him uh, uh, during some of his big matches in AEW. You worked very, very closely with Cody. Your thoughts on this big, big move of Cody no longer being uh, affiliated with the company that he really helped create? Well, first I'll tell you what we talked about, <laughs> which was this, simple. It was love Tony Khan, they love me. It was just time for me to go. And he told me, and he called me before it happened. Uh, and he goes, I can't tell you anymore, bro. He said, but when I can, I will. And I said, totally respect. I appreciate you calling me up and let me know, man. Because, of course, my phone lit up like it was 4th of July, you know, or my birthday, you know, uh, with tweets and texts and all sorts of stuff. You know, I, I went right to Instagram and Twitter and just, you know, wished him all the luck in the world, wherever he was heading. Um, like I said, I don't, don't understand where he's going or what he's doing. We all think we know, uh, and a lot of people do. Uh, there's a lot of speculation, but, um, you know, I kind of blew my mind. You know, that's my thought because, I mean, I was there from the beginning of all that. You know, like we were doing all the production for Cody. And the only reason I did that was because Young Bucks had kind of like set the precedent of putting their stuff up there on YouTube and developed an amazing following. And I was like, bro, let us do your stuff for you. I don't cost you nothing. You know, just let us do it. And that's how it all started. And because they did so unbelievable, and Tony Khan, you know, he's, I love the guy. He's awesome dude, man. Uh, and, uh, you know, when he first came on, I didn't know who he was or any of that. 
And Cody was telling me about, you know, them going back and forth about what this could be. For him to be such an intricate part of it, it blows my mind. You know, it blows my mind. You know, that, uh, you know, but Cody's a really smart dude, man. You know, you know, he's, he's cut from his daddy's loin, you know. And in the beginning, my relationship for Cody, in the beginning, like when he was 12, 13, 14, 15, had a lot to do with my affiliation and love and respect for the dream. But by the time Cody was 16, it was because of him and what he would go on to do. And yeah. so uh, I look for great things from him, man. Whatever it is, yeah. I look for him to be powerful. And for him to have walked away from this, it's got to be something that's, you know, that I don't see right now because I, I haven't been, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been brought in yet. <laughs> and when yeah. it's right, it'll be right. I just want the best for him, you know, him and for Ricky sure. and Little Liberty. Sure. Yep. Vince, so right now the, the, the biggest uh, buzz that's following Cody's departure is that uh, he has indeed rumored to sign with WWE and, you know, he could debut within the next uh, couple of weeks. And But um, as of the latest news, Brandy will be fitting home. Uh, WWE doesn't have any interest in Brandy as of now. It will just be a Cody thing. Man, I, I'll tell you, Chris, what I think is going to be difficult, just because I think I know Vince McMahon a little bit. I, and I think this is going to be difficult for Cody. Bro, he was on top at AEW. And, and, and you know what? He earned that spot because he was one of the creators of the vision. No doubt about it, bro. He earned that spot. And I'll be honest with you. Listen, it's no secret. Cody has said things about me that I don't like and that are not true. <laughs> but I will say this. He carried the spot, bro. No doubt about it. Going out there in the million-dollar suit, cutting those promos, he delivered. I never, I will never take that away from him, bro. However, bro, when you have a guy going from AEW back to the WWE now, bro, Vince ain't going to start him on top. I, I mean, I'm telling you, bro, Cody is going to be in a spot where he's going to have to prove himself to Vince. Although Vince has a history of doing that. And th that might be difficult uh, for Cody because, you know, quite frankly, I think he's earned that spot as yeah. a top guy. But if, if, if you know, Vince ain't going to bring an AEW guy in and put him over his guys. He's going to make Cody climb that ladder again. That's good. That's going to be a challenge for Cody. But Paige knows his deposition, you know, better than I do. And I, I mean, Paige, I, I would believe that Cody would be able to overcome that. You know, I, I it, let's just say, because again, I don't know. Right, <laughs> you know right. I mean? If I did, right. I still wouldn't tell anybody, but I'm being truthful. That was what, what I told you really happened. And I respect, you know, NDAs today and all that kind of stuff. So I get it. And like Cody, like Cody will tell you, man, there's times where, you know, he's going out there having a big match. I don't want to know the finish. I want to mm -hmm. watch it. I want to watch it unfold. But let's say for a minute that, you know, that he is going there. And he left that spot he was in. 
I got to believe that something would have to be different because I've been there and I was on top of the world and it was a whole different spot that I thought I was walking into. Yeah. Sting went in there yeah. and they pushed him like hell, but then beat him off. You know, Sting. Cody's yeah. a really, I'll tell you what, he's smarter than I am. Like, I would, if I was to do it again, I would have been like, guaranteed this, 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 or, you know, today I've learned you can walk away from the table. And when it comes down to it, sometimes you got to get up and walk away from the table. I didn't know it before that day that I came in and met Vince McMahon. And they wanted me to do the stalker thing. And I pitched them the people's champion versus people's champion, which is the obvious money. And yeah. he didn't want it. Now, knowing what I know today, this is Monday morning quarterbacking, but you gotta remember, Cody's seen all that. He's heard me. He's heard me talk about it. He's heard his old man talk about it. He's been there. I will be blown away if there's any other circumstances, if he's going there. And like I say, I don't know, you know, um, I'll be blown away if he doesn't have some kind of control of his own destiny or on yeah. paperwork, I'll be blown away. And I don't expect to be blown away. That That's my point. It's like, I don't expect to be, but I'm eyes wide open, just watching with, with everyone else and you know, just hoping my boy, you know, freaking gets what he deserved because that some bitch leaving years ago because they didn't see him as a top performer in our business in public, if you will. Come on, that somebody. They, that they did not see that, understandable. But they should have saw it the day he inducted his old man into the Hall of Fame because yeah. not. I don't know anyone under 30 who's been in the business that could have done what that kid did when he was 20 years old. Yeah. That was powerful. And that right there showed he was money. And then he proved it. And he did the whole 10,000 people and it was 11,246 people. It sold out in 30 minutes. And boom, boom, boom. Nobody cuts a better promo than him in AEW. Or WWE. Nobody <laughs> cuts a better promo than him. And he can back up the work. So yeah. let's see what happens. Because I don't know if he's going there. But, you know, if he is, he's got all the tools. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, he had all the tools. Like you said, he had all the tools before he left. <laughs> you know, man, he, yeah, he, but he, he so much there. different, though. So much different, though, Chris. It was like... In, in 1995, I really thought I was ready for that spot. Sure, sure. In 96, man, I was positive. In 97, when it exploded, I knew I had it. And I look back to that guy in 95, he didn't hold a candle to the guy in 96. He didn't hold a candle in 95. He didn't hold a candle to the guy in 96. I blew those guys out of the water. Cody Rhodes could have carried that but he wasn't ready yet. He's ready now to be on any platform with any other 
wrestler in the world. He's ready for a main event from, I don't care where you put him, from WrestleMania to whatever pay-per-view they have. So let's see that if that was to happen, which would be really cool for me, man, because I want to sit back and, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, if that's the case in the wrestling world, I'm excited as hell to see it. If it's the acting world, I'm excited to see what happens, you know? I know the kids are going to yeah. deliver. That's what I do know. You know, it's funny because out of the members of the elite, out of the founding fathers of, of all elite wrestling, this is how Cody, and people hate on Cody so much. I'm like, I don't get the Cody hate because he's the only person out of the founding fathers of AEW who's not been a world champion. Because he because he represents the company he wants to put me over. Kenny Omega's been at world champ. Hangman Pace is a world champ. The Bucks were tag world tag team champs. Cody never won the AEW World Championship. But instead, he was spending much of his time putting people over like MJF, like Darby Allen, like Brody Lee, he like QT Marshall. He even, you know, put over Anthony Agogo. Nobody knew who Anthony Agogo was. He had a major match and a weigh-in. Like, he spent his time putting people over, and that was a big thing for him. And so, like, I don't understand it. I, I never understood the Cody hit. Never, never understood it in AEW. The only yeah, person it, it, he even went to was Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me either along that line. But that's just wrestling. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's yeah. just part of our crazy business um, yeah. you know I think one of the things you just said all those people like no one knows who MJF is if Cody doesn't like pitch him hard they didn't want him to come in but he pitched him so hard and Tony really got to see him and Tony's like okay yeah Darby Allen who yep. knew who this Five foot eight, 160 pound guy was. Cody yep. went on 20 minutes with him. And for the yep. wrestling fans not to really like embrace that, like, dude, you look at it, but he creates talent just like his daddy did. Yep. You know, that's, that's the, you know, make, create and make the talent. Yep, that's, you know, Chris, I, I, I got to tell you, bro. I got to tell you because I was watching it happen. Bro, and this this all started with the negativity towards Cody. I'm telling you, bro, with roads to the top. Because yeah. I'm telling you something, bro. Hear me out. I was watching that show every week. And I was saying to myself, I hope you guys are working an angle because you are coming across as two of the most unlikable people I've ever seen in my life. I'm, I'm dead serious, bro, because it was about the money and the house and the lifestyle. Bro, look, look at your AEW crowd. That's not money and house and tour trucks and this and that. They, they both, bro, they came across very cocky, very arrogant, very better than where I swear I was saying, bro, I hope you guys are working an angle. I hope you yeah. guys are turning heel because this show is not doing either one of you. Now, bro, I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall, so I'm watching this show like everybody else. 
And bro, I'm telling you, that's that's really when the negativity towards him started. That's mm. really when it happened. He he made Brody Lee a star, and just just like that, you know, when when he came after being under uh, Brody being underutilized at WWE, made Malachi Black a star, just like that. After Malachi was underutilized in WWE, just person of the person of the person of the person. So, hundred percent. Yeah, but but uh, let's say, go, bro. I say, let's always say when I say that if and again, this is a huge if. I don't know yet. Um, if to me, it's got to be in the back, like creating talent, helping yes. guys with their stuff. I didn't mean because going up there, he needs to go up there and get pushed through the roof. That's where he needs to go. If he's going there, he needs to get. He needs to. He needs to go there with a push. Because I, I've already been there, and no, it don't work the other way. Yeah. <laughs> it don't Good work point. the other way. <laughs> yeah, very true. Let's go rolling down memory lane, fellas. Let's just uh, spend a couple minutes talking about whether you believe. I'm already saying my answer. All right, this is my all-time favorite promo because he talks about the textile workers, baby. You give him a watch, you kick him in the butt, you say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's all yeah. time, baby. I love this promo, my all-time favorite. Is it among your favorite promo of all time, Paige? Seriously? <laughs> my hand is touching your hand. Come on. No. Come on, baby. You know, I mean, the, the dream, I loved everything the dream ever said, but that promo, you know, there's a there's a band that they do this. I've seen Jake and I've seen Dusty where they do the beat to what Dusty's saying. I saw and that. Playing yeah. music and the video screens behind him and my hand, my hand, my hand. Yeah. Like I've never seen anything like it before. A buddy of mine walked into a bar and saw this and he filmed it for me and sent it to me. Yeah, without question, man. One of the greatest promos ever. I'll tell you how over that promo is. Oh my God, I can't think of her name right now. Entertainment Tonight, the beautiful girl, Maria, Maria Menounos. Menounos, Maria yeah. Menounos. She can do that promo cold from beginning to end with inflection and feeling. And when you've got Maria Munoz cutting Dusty's promo word for word, that it's over. <laughs> yeah. Over. Vince. For, for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vince, hard times, daddy. Come on, what you Bro, the, pro the promo's over huge. No doubt about it. Bro, it ain't no Scott Steiner math promo, bro. Uh, yeah, no I'm Scott Steiner math. No Steiner math. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. Too sad. Too sad. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. No disrespect to the great late Dusty. I love the, the Steiner math promo. I'm sorry, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Touche, man. Stutter math gets it. why it takes the cake, man. All right, let's land a plane, fellas. Low, bro. So Bray, so Bray Wyatt, he comes out of hibernation. He's been in, he's been in Twitter hibernation for a while now. He comes out of Twitter hibernation to make a very emphatic statement. It was a uh, uh, 
uh, a columnist there was a, a journalist that's uh talked about the list of people he said okay so if if goldberg loses to roman reigns uh, at elimination chamber that means that roman reigns would have beat every single former universal champion all right so goldberg had a question mark all the other former universal champions had check marks because technically roman reigns has beaten every single universal champion because uh he was in the triple threat match to win the universal championship with the fiend and, and braun Strowman a week after SummerSlam. so technically he has beat you know uh, uh wyatt but Bray comes out of hibernation and he says, take my name off of that blank. <laughs> and so, and that was it. And that's it. He went back into hibernation and that obviously either he had won nothing to do with the Universal Championship or he doesn't believe that he should be on the list of Roman Reigns. Vince, what are your thoughts of Bray Wyatt coming out Bro, of Twitter, I, Twitter I hibernation? Gotta tell you, I, I, I got to tell you, Chris, when I looked at that, I kind of took it as a joke. Mm. I, I kind of took it like Bray was just joking around. I mean, that 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 was my take. I could be totally wrong, but I, I just took it that way for some reason. Mm. Interesting. You think that it was more, you think it was a joke by being laying low on twitter for so long and then and, and then making that statement against some journalists making it yeah, because, uh, because i thought it was funny gotcha. <laughs> like I, yeah. I i i popped when i saw that i thought i thought it was funny i think he was looking for a laugh wait do you think do you think so or you disagree a hundred percent dude i mean come on bray Wyatt. <laughs> you know when i but i saw it i laughed Right. You know, I laughed when I saw it. I mean, he, he's not a he's not a mark, you know. Yeah. And yeah. anytime you can get your name on any of those, you know, prestigious straps, it means something, man. If that's that's yeah. who we work towards, no matter what, you know. And he's one of the cats who you know had a hell of a ride at that point, you know. It, 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 it to me, it was just so funny that it came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, I expect to see him on AEW or something, you know, or you know, right. show up in a crowd, you know, and come down with a mask on or something, eat somebody, you know, but, uh, you know, just, just for the pop out like that and look at, look what happened. People sold it like crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Good point there, Paige. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and go ahead and. And, uh, and and land land and, and, and close it up, fellas. Uh, real quick, Paige, you got anything uh, uh, revving right now? Oh, yeah, man. My, my date is up March 1st. The Guardians of Justice is going to be a Netflix original. You'll start seeing probably promo a couple days out at the end of February. I'll be, I'll be promoing 10 days out. And this is something, dude, I, that I worked on seven years in the making and to actually be on the biggest platform on the planet and be a, a netflix original and it's so different this show is so different it's you know it's it's a mixture of real life you know living in as as, as, as being in a, a a series and when you get to the fights like 
Johnny Morrison, Johnny Hennigan, you know, whatever name you want to go by, his real name, Johnny Hennigan, he's he's one of the guys who's in it too. And his one of his fight scenes and shoot him up things is so entertaining. But while he's killing people, it's like a video game. And it's like something you've never seen before. It's kind of take, go back to Batman in the 60s, pow, boom, you know, and then put it on super steroids, you know, growth hormone, everything. And uh, and then there's eight different types of, uh, eight different types of animation, 2D. There's 3D animation, claymation, all move through this story. I'll, uh, as soon as I can, maybe, maybe next week I can get the, because Netflix is super tight with everything, but maybe we can get the, uh, the little trailer to put up there so people can see it. Because as soon as I get it up there, and I'll get it to you, and I don't know if you have a way of doing that, putting it up there, but it's really cool. It's, it, there's never been a show like this. And to me, it could get hot. You never know. Or who knows? It might not, because yeah. you, know, you never know what's going to hit with people. So Guardians of Justice, March 1st, mark it on your calendar, check it out, and let me know what you think. And also DDP Snake Pit on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. DDP Snake Pit. Me and Jake yeah. are loving it, man. We're loving the show, man. We're having fun. All right. Hit that sub button, you know, for DDP Snake Pit. This has been a really good night of segues really good transition segues speaking of segues Paige mentioned batman in the 60s vince russo you've got a, a show about batman in the 60s let them know about channel attitude bro yeah bro one of my many many podcasts channelattitude.com we've got the joker's mustache where we actually break down every single episode of batman 66 me and rd reynolds uh, oh, a no lot kidding. of fun, man. Check that out. Channelattitude.com. Yep. Nice. All right, ladies and right, gentlemen. This is the Bro Show. I'm calling you right now. DDP. Yeah, say that again? I said, I'm calling okay. Vince as soon as we get done. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> DDP, Vince, they're, they're about to go through their uh, plans to return to next year's Royal Rumble. Meanwhile, I'm going to close the show up. See you all later. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs>